podcast is brought to you by Jam Productions. One goal, one passion, food. Ciao, and welcome to the first episode of Jam Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Jaya. I'm Abby. We inform our audience about different cultural foods all around the world. This is our first episode, and we cannot wait to introduce this podcast to you. In this episode, we will be talking about the origins, history, and popular foods of Italy. And today, we have a very special guest. Valentina Romano. Ciao. I am a traditional Italian chef. You probably don't understand me, so let me switch to my American accent. So, as I was saying, I own the famous restaurant, Romano's Diner. Valentina is an experienced chef. She has been all around the world during the food tours and restaurant openings. She was born in Italy. She knows 13 languages and can speak in several different accents. Make sure to check out her social media pages in the description down below. Do you know about the history of the food in your restaurant, Valentina? Um, yes. In Italy, we usually care a lot about our country's culinary history. Recipes are usually passed on with care and pride, a symbol of heritage and roots. Some of us are more aware than others of regional characteristics typical of each dish. When it comes to the kitchen, look further back than a couple of generations. Wow, that sounds so interesting. The history of Italian cuisine is as long as Italian history itself and its origins lay deep into the ancestral history of Rome, the capital of Italy. And Italian cuisine has evolved and changed following the changes and evolution of Italy itself throughout centuries of wars, cultural mutations, and contacts. It is a history as rich, colorful, and fascinating as the best Italian recipes. So, Valentina, what are some of the most popular Italian dishes? We actually have a wide variety of dishes in Italy, as you might know, but some of the most popular out of my experience include pasta, pizza, and gelato. Our country is home to the most and best foods in the world. Wow, I love pasta. Why don't we talk about that first? Pasta is known as Italian food, but it is, in fact, the descendant of ancient Asian noodles. A common belief about pasta is that it was brought to Italy from China by Marco Polo, actually, during the 13th century. There is a passage, I believe, in his book, The Travels of Marco Polo, that briefly mentions his introduction to a plant that produced flour. The Chinese used this plant to create a meal similar to barley flour. And this was for making several pasta-like dishes, including one described as lasagna. Now, there are multiple variants of pasta, like macaroni, linguine, and more. Pasta is typically made from an unleavened dough of wheat flour mixed with water or eggs and it is formed into sheets or other shapes and cooked by either boiling or baking. That's so cool. How about we talk about pizza next? Sure. 
pizza is one of the most well-known Italian dishes. It is served in restaurants all around the world. The pizza we eat today was created uh, in Naples, Italy, but the ancient Greeks made their bread with oils, herbs, and cheese. The first major remodeling that uh, led to flatbread pizza was the use of tomato as a topping, and it was fairly common for the poor of Naples to add tomato to their flatbread. And that's how the pizza began. Lastly, we have gelato. Ooh, gelato is very popular in my restaurant. It's Italian ice cream, and its name, gelato, means ice cream in Italian. Anyways, gelato was invented in Sicily, Italy, in, I believe, 1770, by Giovanni Biesiolo. Ever since then, gelato is a favorite of the taste buds of all Italians. Around the time it was created, there were only two types, water gelato, water mixed with fruits, and milk gelato, milk mixed with flavors such as chocolate, coffee, and cinnamon. Now, gelato is more like American ice cream, with some changes. There are several different flavors, from pistachio to pizza. Pizza flavored gelato? Um, anyways. Why is learning about the history of food important? So, I think food, learning about the history of food everywhere can tell us a lot about a society in the past and and even today, including what people, like how people managed to create food in difficult circumstances like back then. What do you guys think? I knew that Italian food was is really popular, but I never knew how much history it had. And usually, usually I don't look at my food and think, you know, how was that created? But listening to Valentina speak it really helped me understand about how much one dish has so much history. Yeah, like, could you even believe that pasta was actually, like slightly Asian. It was derived from ancient Asian. I culture. never thought about that. Yeah, I would never surprised, surprised me a lot when I first learned about it. And, and after learning how much history Italian food has, now I want to learn about the history of a lot of other types of food. And like the history of food is like almost directly linked to the history of humans, mm -hmm. mankind, and that's since the prehistoric days, in my opinion. And cooking is as old. Like, it, it's like this own, it has its own civilization. And people like me, chefs, anything, anyone, have perceived, perceived it as both art and, and science. And learning about the history of cooking sheds light on the origins of human settlement and the variety and traditions that are linked to food uh, reflect so many cool and unique social, cultural, and, and even environmental influences. What do you guys think? Well, I agree with that. What about you, Abby? Yeah, I agree with it. I read somewhere that... Um, 
very long time ago, the food and what they ate really depended on like their personality, their pride, all of that kind of stuff. Not really about the food, but like, their relationships with other countries and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Like the communication between every culture and uh, had an effect on the food they made. It's like the Asian noodles and the pasta. Yep. And it's like food is something we need and learning about the history of food can make it much more interesting than just a daily thing we consume. Uh, yes, so like now, next time I eat pasta, I'm going to be thinking about Whoa, this was made, like, this is actually Asian. Yeah. Not Italian. And, yeah, it's, I, in my opinion, it's, like, a whole new intriguing and interesting topic. It's to go into. really cool how many stages a recipe had to go through to reach where it is right now. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that was a good conversation. Now let's talk about some of the best Italian foods and how they're made. We're going to talk about the three main parts of a meal. Appetizers, main dishes, and my favorite part, desserts. I personally like my appetizers to be something simple, like toast or something like that. But it has to make me feel, well, ready for the main course. I heard about this appetizer called caponata, I believe, and I'm pretty sure it has something to do with toast. That sounds really good. Valentina, do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, of course I do. It's really good. Caponata is a savory dip that beautifully sits on top of toasted bread. It contains tomatoes, extra virgin olive oil, lots of basil, and grilled slices of thick ciabatta. Yay, that's perfect for me. Mainly because I'm vegetarian, but it sounds delicious. Well, I'm kind of lazy, and I'm wondering if there's, like, any appetizer that's quick and easy to make. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of options for quick and easy appetizers, but my personal favorite is margarita flatbread because it takes a minimum of just 15 minutes. And margarita flatbread is made of slices of home homegrown or store-bought tomatoes smothered on top of a homemade flatbread. You can pair them with fresh basil, olive oil, and cheese, and you'll have the best pizza bites you've ever tasted. Um, Abby, it's your line. Huh? Sorry, I was too busy dreaming about the pizza. Now let's move on to the main courses. Okay then. Let's start with a Florentine steak my all-time favorites. Ooh, yes. Uh, bistecca alla Fiorentina is one of the best main dishes you can eat in a traditional Italian diner. It consists it consists of a thick piece of Florentine steak <laughs> from the loin of the Cianina cow, and it is grilled over real-life red-hot coals. Once the steak is grilled, it is seasoned generously with salt and pepper all over, and herbs like um, rosemary and sage and many people including me enjoy eating the steak with some mushroom sauce and red wine oh my god that sounds so good I love steak but I haven't tried this one yet hey, well Valentina what do you want to talk about next 
Hmm, maybe risotto. Many of my customers enjoy this dish right after their appetizers. Risotto is a famous rice dish that's cooked in broth from either fish, meat, or veggies. And it's kind of like the um, Italian mac and cheese. And so after the rice is cooked in the broth, um, several ingredients like butter, onion, white wine, and Parmesan cheese are added to it. And that's how you get risotto. All of this food talk is making my mouth water. By the way, risotto is amazing. I recommend green veggie risotto. It's my favorite. Well, let's end off with one more main dish. Then we'll go on with the best part, desserts. Yay! Well, my absolute favorite main dish is, of course, frittata. Obviously, you all know what it is. Um, actually, uh, we don't. Is it? <sighs> Frittata is an Italian dish similar to an omelet or crustless quiche or scrambled eggs enriched with additional ingredients like meats, cheeses, or veggies. And frittata can be served for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and it's incredibly easy to make. Now, let's move on to the part that we've all been waiting for. Dessert! Oh, how about we talk about um panna cotta sure everyone loves panna cotta panna cotta is a molded and chilled dessert that is popular throughout italy it's easy to make and can be prepared in advance it looks and tastes wonderful with ripe red fruits such as raspberries strawberries or sweet cherries all you need to make it is unflavored gelatin cold water heavy cream half and half sugar and vanilla extract it's that easy! I will definitely try making panna cotta this weekend. Anyways, the next dessert is panettone. <laughs> Lots of people pronounce that wrong. <laughs> Don't worry. Panettone is an Italian type of sweet bread originally from Milan, which is usually prepared and enjoyed for Christmas and New Year's. It has more ingredients than the other desserts, but it's worth it. What you need to make panettone is water, egg yolks, lemon zest, orange zest, orange zest, vanilla extract, flour, sugar, yeast, salt, and unsalted, unsalted butter, dried fruit, and, and I think I'm forgetting something? Dark rum, that's it. Italian friend and his family makes panettone every Christmas. I would definitely recommend trying it. And the last dessert is tiramisu. Oh, tiramisu is the most popular dessert in my restaurant. It is a coffee-flavored Italian dessert. It's made of ladyfingers dipped in coffee, then layered with a whipped mixture of eggs, sugar, and mascarpone cheese flavored with cocoa. The recipe has been adapted into many varieties of cakes and other desserts. That Italian food is making me hungry. Uh Anyways, what other Italian foods have you guys eaten? So, I have had literally every single Italian food, but I love every single one. What about you guys? Oh, I literally only had pasta and pizza. Oh, and panettone and risotto. Those ones are really good. Well, I remember something I had like a few years ago, I think. And it's called machetta. The only thing I remember about it though is that it's like a weird 
round and bulbous shaped bread. Yeah, um, it's it's like an airy, slightly hollow, uh, white bread, and it's known all over Italy. I love it personally. I haven't tried mucetta, but I've had. I remember once I made lasagna, and like it's all layers of like pasta, a meat sauce thing, and a cheese mixture. I use ready-made pasta noodles, pretty ground meat with ready-made pasta sauce but the cheese mixture wasn't ready-made no i'm pretty lazy <laughs> yeah. um i found okay lasagna is a quintessential comfort food but i found uh throughout my years of experience there's actually nothing nutritious about traditional lasagna like it's just oh. white noodles layered with fatty meat ground meat and lots of cheese yeah well i actually have since i'm vegetarian i have a lasagna that instead of meat inside and lots of cheese it still has some cheese but it's pasta and in the layers it's vegetables and it's like really good i think it's like some kind of sauce yeah broth thing yes uh vegetarian lasagna is much healthier than traditional lasagna. I feel like Valentina's trying to tell me something here. But anyway, one time I went to a cottage and me and my sister made lasagna. So my cousin is actually lactose intolerant and he ate like four large slices pieces of the lasagna and spent the rest of the day hogging the toilet. Uh, okay then. So let's just move on to the questions from Instagram. Good idea. The first question we got is from Monkasaur132. He asked, how many customers does Valentina get every day? I actually get 250 to 300 customers a day. It, it can depend on things such as the weather and the time of year. Whoa, that's a lot. Next question is from at Hello World 69 They asked, what is your restaurant's most popular dish? The most popular appetizer is caponata or the grilled tomato crostini. And the most popular main dish is pizza. And really? Yeah, the, oh, I forgot. The popular dessert in my restaurant is my favorite tiramisu. <laughs> I think all of those have already become my favorite because of the way you describe them. Anyways, speaking of favorite, the next question is from at favoritemankey3629. They said, I wish I could come to your restaurant one day. What's your favorite root food that you serve? Oh, I wish you would visit us too. Anyways, there are a lot of options in my restaurant, so this is going to be hard. But... I would probably say that my favorite food from my restaurant would be gelato because it's the perfect cool dessert to eat in Italy's hot weather. This question is from at I love Italy. They said, why do you think Italian food is so universal? Well, from the moment it was like invented and created Italians immigrated a lot and they brought their food with them so 
And like Italian food is also extremely popular because of its quality, simplicity, health benefits, affordability, and variety, and also, of course, taste. <laughs> I have a few Italian friends, and they all say, like, get their recipes from, they're all passed down from generations. Yeah. The next question is from at I am Gymnast, and she wants to know if you know who Gordon Ramsay is, and if so, have you ever met him? Of course I know who Gordon Ramsay is. I've uh, uh, I've met him a few years ago, and I got to cook with him, actually. It's pretty cool. That's a really good experience for you. And the last but not least question is from uh, Free Shabakadu. Um, are you sure you're saying that correctly? I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait, sorry. I meant fresh avocado. And they want to know who inspires you. Um, of course, my parents inspire me. And because they introduced me to cooking and all of this stuff. And growing up, I learned about a lot of famous chefs. And I actually lived near a lot of them because Rome was home to a lot of famous restaurants back then. So if you have any more questions for Valentina, don't forget to DM her on her Instagram at Valentina underscore Romano. I hope you learned a lot about Italian food. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Now we want to thank our guest, Valentina Romano. Thank you so much for your time, Valentina. It's greatly appreciated. No problem. I was glad to teach you about my culture's food. Thanks again and goodbye. Don't forget to stay safe. Goodbye. You too. Okay, folks. This is where our first episode, sadly, comes to an end. Thanks for listening. Oh, wait. And before we leave, we're going to list our discussion questions so that you can think about them later. Why is learning about the history of food important? Italian foods have you eaten? And do you have any questions? Make sure to let us know on our social media pages under the hashtag JamItaly. That's it! See you later and stay tuned for more episodes! Personally, I don't really look at things and at food. Abby, I lost <laughs> all of that Italian food. Is making me so hungry. Anyways, what other Italian foods have you guys eaten? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> this question is from at I Love Italy. They said, why do you think Italian food is so universal? That's the one. Is it not? No, I said the last one, the next question. <laughs>
No. Restart, restart. No, Abby already said the oh, next question is from World Fitness. And then, and then you said, oh, well, I grew okay, up. And then I'll blah, start blah, blah. from there. I'll start from there. Um, yeah. So, three, two, one, go. Um, maybe Rosado. Is that how you say it? <laughs> oh, my God. In my opinion, anything that's like that is mwah. No. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I 